Hey, no pull my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Welcome. I hope I believe you're in the right place. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight it's from our ongoing tale, After the Glass Slipper, uh, the tale of the last royal or something. I don't know. It doesn't actually have it. Season 2, it doesn't have a official we'll get to it it's not 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 that important what's important is helping you fall asleep uh so we're going to tell you a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights possibly brush your teeth maybe wash your face uh i think you know feet with something different or you know wash your feet for face first not feet first oh boy and then your feet and then do something with the washcloth so you don't use it on your face in the morning but, uh, you know, wash up, get in bed, turn out the lights, press play on this podcast. We're going to do the rest. What are we going to do? Um, I, ideally, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside any racing thoughts, any troubles, worries, concerns, even stuff you're excited about. Like, say, for some reason, you got a letter from Santa. He said, hey, you know what? I missed your house. And I know this is weird. It doesn't usually happen. I'm usually on top of stuff, but I'm coming to your house tomorrow. Uh you know, with your Christmas presents that never came, I saw you crying in my magical Santa globe. I'll be there tomorrow. You probably have trouble falling asleep out of excitement. So I'll distract you from that. I'm not going to try to talk you. There's no sales pitch here. Uh, it's just a, a bore pitch, it's a dull pitch, a lull pitch. I'm not going to try to sell you any meditation uh, program or coaching program or... um supplements or anything so just a heads up okay you can safe place like that uh you know you can't tell me anything personal so i can't you know over the podcast airwaves so i can't reveal anything personal about you i may thank you but that's what i mean when i say safe place i'm just gonna talk you can lie in bed and listen i'm gonna go on some tangents i'm gonna tell a, a bedtime story it should be just good enough to distract you from whatever's running through your brain and just, you know, not good enough or not, it, it, uh, uh, what's a, what's a polite way of saying it? Just, it'll be engaging enough to distract you, but not good enough to keep you awake as a goal or relax you a little bit. So you'll listen, forget about what you were thinking about, and then you'll forget about you that you were listening to a podcast, you'll wake up. You wake up ready to go to work or school or whatever, you know, things that actually really need your attention. Because what's running through your brain at night is stuff that I don't understand the psychotics of it. But it's like stuff that's like, it's not the right time, man. Okay, I got to get some sleep. And that's what I'm here to help out at. I hope I do. I hope I help you fall asleep. Uh, Try the podcast a couple times. That doesn't work for you. I'm sorry. But it's a little bit more stranger than normal. Not adult, like rated R, PG-13 maybe, uh, depending on, I don't know, strange, a very strange podcast. So that's it. We're on the web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. I should say, I say strange podcast. I should, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a different fellow. I don't want to put it on the podcast. It's me. Uh, but anyway, on the web www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Emails, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, I'm Dearest Scooter. I'm on Twitter. You can get me at Dearest Scooter. I t- retweet and tweet sleep-related articles there when I can. Facebook, you'll hear our bloopers on Facebook. You can talk to me on Facebook if that works for you. Email, 
and comment on the website. All right, so let's get on to the show. All right, thank you. Chris Posty Posterson does our music. Scotty and Jennifer are on our art. So I want to thank you. Then I'm Chris Posty Posterson's over at soundslikeanearful.com. Damon D is on the backup, and by backup I mean show notes. He's raising money to do the Iron Man in South Lake Tahoe. And then he's raising money for the Iron Man Foundation. So if you have a chance, you have some extra money, you can go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash double D. That's two Ds. That's why it's double D and Damon D's on the backup. So www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash double D. And you can donate money to Damon's raising fundraiser. We have the Lord and a lady at this podcast. Why, you might ask? Well, you know, you know uh, just bow or curtsy. Don't ask. We also have a defenestrator, just in case. He's a person that throws royal people out the window if they get uppity. We have a silver tone who sings lovely songs, like a bird outside my doorstep singing sweet songs uh, and, and more. Hey, we have a funder from down under. We got a baroness. We got a divine Miss M. We got so many general, more and more people. We got glittering researchers. We got Babs, we got Deb, we got so many more people to thank. I want to thank some newer newer people, though. I want to thank Andres from Argentina. Thank you, sir. A couple of lovely interactions with him. Elizabeth also had made a couple of nice comments on the website. Denise G. I'm sorry, I missed you, Denise G. Denise G is our first YouTube. Thank you. She made some very nice comments on YouTube, and I, I don't know. I just uh, I didn't think anybody would be, you know, uh, commenting. So thank you. Sally D., new listener over on Facebook. Thank you, hey, Sally. Bonnie, uh, that's a baroness. She just moved to the UAE. So I want to say hi to her. Riley M. Oh, Riley M. Then we also have Victoria M. So shout out to both of you. I don't, not, not related to each other. And then your mom, a.k.a. Most Boring Girl, over on Twitter. I also want to thank you. Hi to our buddy Emily Seuss, who gave a shout-out to us on her blog recently. And then some iTunes reviews. I want to thank Tasha Nessie. Nisi. Tasha Nisi. Tasha Nisi. Say. Tasha. Tasha N. Uh, says we deserve the Nobel Peace Prize. Thank you, Tasha. Uh, that nomination, uh, hopefully you don't have actual nominating powers because that's a great thought, but I don't know what our odds of winning are. And then Emily S. Chai, uh, I don't know if that's Emily Seuss, but uh, Emily S. Chai says we lulls you to sleep. And if, even if she has a Mountain Dew before bed and dealing with chronic pain, still puts her to sleep, says, we, you know, guilt-free th- th- three. Uh, I had to look that up, but thank you. Thank you. Oh, boy. Uh, but she says, lulls you to sleep, L-O-L-Z, lulls. And we've been joking about that. I said, you know, wish my vocabulary is better, but lulls. Uh, lang- lang- languid, languid, obtuse language. Languid, obtuse language. Zoinks. That's what, that's what it means today. Right, so that's uh, some of the thank yous. Thank you all for your support. Really, I uh, we, we, you know, wouldn't definitely wouldn't be doing this podcast if, if you guys weren't uh, listening and, and it wasn't helping anybody. 
So thank you for reaching out to me and letting me know, because otherwise I'd be like uh, just a weirdo with, with oh, hmm. does it, does it, does it the fact that it helps you guys change who I am? Hmm. Well, anyway, it's not important right now. Let's not get off track here. Uh, so let's keep moving. All right. All right. So let's get on with the show. I want to, uh, I'm going to throw it over to Agatha. Agatha, 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 is it? I'm not sure, but uh, this is another episode. I'm proud to present another episode of After the Glass Slipper, Season 2, The Last Royal. Hello, 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 everyone. It is I, Agatha, returning to you after a week of, uh, well, for you it was a week. For me, this is but a tale from being told and to, to you. And you might say, well, I've, I guess uh, this is my first time at this pod, podcast, and I am unfamiliar with your wonderful, mel- melodious voice, and you're, you're obviously a, a good person, clearly, by the tone of your, 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 your... But anyway, what? I don't know. How, what could I do to catch up? I don't, well, you could go to uh, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glass slipper to listen to older episodes. But I could just catch you up as well. There's not much you miss. You may enjoy the other episodes, but not necessary. Not necessary. So what happened was, beginning in the season, Cinderella's queen, ruling over a kingdom where, where we had both fairy god pet folks, fairy folks, and regular regular citizens of the town originally, and she had integrated all these people and they were living together and working together, and things were good. Everyone loved Cinderella. And then everything, then the fairies got sick. And Cinderella said, okay, I'll leave town. Not not, not in a rush, because it wasn't, she said, I, I think I can find a, a way to solve this, but I need to do it. Because of you know, leadership type stuff. So she went out, she said to me, I'm her stepmother, by the way, just getting carried away for the new listeners. But so I, her stepmother Agatha. You might say, well, I don't remember her name. They just called you the evil. Agatha is the name, and and Cinderella left me in charge to rule the kingdom, or rule it. Uh, you know, keep keep an eye on things. And then we had all these sick fairies. And anyway, then what I tried, I said, oh, I don't know, Cinderella. They don't like me. People don't. I don't like people. People don't like me. It, my way I've lived my life. I'll be clear with you, people. I was my first day in charge. I lost my temper, justifiably. And then people said, oh, they thought I would. They saw me screaming. They threw all the fairies out of the house. In, in, not my plan. Then I met this lovely shepherd boy who had not had any sweets. Anyway, we put all the fairies into a, a reserve bunkhouse for soldiers in a time of war. And then better. And the, now it turns out, you know, we would say, well, what about Cinderella? What about that lovely fairy godmother she had. Well, we her name's Penelope. She's ill, unfortunately. Bad news. She's in bed, bedridden. And I've been taking great, great care of her. And we had a little bit of a falling out last because she said, what? why did the fairies get kicked out? Why can't you control your temper? And I said, I, I, I know. But uh, so what happened? We all brought all the fairies to the bunk. And we're done, everything... Everything seemed like, okay, we're, we're, so that was where we left off. So let's go straight into the story, shall we? Okay, so, like I said, things we had the fairies in this bunkhouse, and we got them all bedded down. Me and Gonzalo, the wonderful shepherd boy who 
who has taken some time. He loves his fairy godmother. We have her at the castle, but we have the rest of the fairies. We got them bedded down with many nice things. And then we said, I said, how does this all work? What are we going? And he said, well, I'll take first watch. You go back to the castle, sleep, check on my godmother. Which did I check on her? Good question. I don't know. Uh, get some sleep and then check on Penelope and then come back and you'll take the morning shift. And I said, okay, Gonzalo, you are such a great, what are you, what are we, what's our plan? He said, well, I don't know. You're the one. And I said, let's make a giant cauldron of bone broth. See if you can track a cauldron down. Get it boiling. Uh, it will command the royal kitchens to bring you plenty of bones and many, many scraps and whatever we can. We'll get a giant bone broth and we'll have a breakfast of bone broth. So the next morning comes. I sleep. I, slept. I did not sleep well because I had many dreams of uh, just worrying, you know, worrying. I said, I don't, I'm not a leader. I'm not, I don't know how to be like Cinderella and say, oh, all you fairies are sick. It just makes, I don't understand how that works where she says, she holds her heart and says, oh, you poor dears. I can see, well, yeah, they don't feel good. I would not want to be a sick fairy godparent, especially not in a, now the accommodations are dry. They are warm and they're bedded. But I still would be kind of dull to be in bed in a giant bunkhouse with a bunch of other sick people but I don't have my heart where I say, oh, I've got to help you. How can I, what, could I just sit here and listen to you, the sound you make as you, 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 you the weird, your lungs, they sound like Swiss cheese inside of a cow's bladder being squished. It's, I just want to sit here and listen to it and hold your hand. I can't, I don't know. And I just wonder in my heart of heart, I say, well, does this make me bad? Anyway, I have got to get to the story. But that was many tossing and turning, and, it, and there's really no resolution is the thing. And, and it's, it's, so I said, well, I guess the best you can do is get up. And, uh, you know, first things first, we got to deal with Penelope. We did not. She was mean to you. You were mean to her. Let's go sort that out. So I got up and I got some bone broth. And I think I did bring the Gonzalo's fairy godmother because I said, Oh, Penelope, double bone broth time, one for you and one for Gonzalo's fairy godmother. And she said, Who is Gonzalo? I said, Oh, the shepherd boy that was with me, the lovely. And she said, Oh. And I said, Well, here it is. I have a very busy day in front of me. Uh, you know, you have, I, I know I called you. I, I Well, actually, I can't exactly remember. It was something cow. I don't know if I called you an old cow or a fat cow or, or or maybe I called you an old crone. I'm not sure, Penelope, but I was worried about doing the right thing. And so I am sorry. And she looked at me and she said she breathed deeply and she said, well, I am sorry, too, for I know... You did not, you know, it's not like you usurped Cinderella's power and took control of the kingdom. She kind of told you you're in charge. And I, I'm sure that, you know, you when you said you lost you, I, 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 I don't know. I know you care about Cinderella, Agatha, she said to me. I don't totally get you, uh, but uh, just do, I don't, I'm sorry, if I, I think I was very uh, unfairy godmother-like to you. And I said, apology accepted, my dear, and I must go. And she said, where must you go to? And I said, well, 
we took all your fairy brethren, we gathered them together, and we put them in one bunk house, you know, you know, behind the castle where, where, where all the soldiers, in case of war, we have these reserve bunk houses and they're dry and there's bunk beds and we put them all in there. And now we're going to take care of them, so don't you worry, Penelope, drink your bone broth. And since your fairy brothers and sisters, they will be fine. We will take good care of them, me and Gonzalo. And she said, oh, she said, all fairies of the kingdom, all, 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 everyone. I said, yes, yes. She said, that's quite a big. And I said, oh, yes, it's an undertaking. Well, we're doing shifts and I am up, so I must go. And I said, I will be back, don't worry. And she still gave me a look. And I said to her, don't worry, I'll keep my nasty little temper under control. And then I went down, I checked on, then I think I checked, I said double bomb broth. And I said, oh, uh, shepherd, uh, fairy, I, I, and I said, here's some bone broth. And she said, oh, tell me, sit with me and tell me of how, and I said, oh, no, no. I go. I will send Gonzalo to see you. You know not. I I must go. Care for all the other fairies. You are cared for here at the castle staff. If anyone d does not sit and listen to you patiently and hold their heart and such things, tell me, and I will have them punished. But you are, and she said, "Oh, we don't put." I said, "Oh, you're lovely. Oh, I'm such a love." And I kissed her forehead. I never. I said, "Whoa." What did I just do? And I was and then I went off and I said, Oh, I went down to find Gonzalo and I see him, I see him in the courtyard and he's stirring this giant I mean, when I say a giant pot or cauldron, he was about I am about uh I don't even know how do they say heights, like uh forearms. I'm about say five and five or so forearms, Gonzalo. He's probably five or so, four four point five. He's on a ladder stirring this, so it's six, seven, eight feet. What is that? What you call them? Forearms? I don't. And he's stirring with this giant pole, and there's bones, and there's feathers. He must have chickens in there, and he, he, he's. He, I smell onion. I say, oh, oh, this smells lovely. If you are into bone broth, <laughs> we. Yeah. I say, oh, and he's sweating, and there's a fire underneath, and you know, steam. And he was even channeling some of the steam into the bunkhouse. And I said, I, I said, what is that? One of your ideas? He said, oh, yes, I formed this, this, yeah, I think, I don't know, some sort of uh, tin, tin piping or something. And he said, I don't know if the moisture will help them or not, he said. And I said, oh, well, so very inventive of you. And I, again, I thought, hmm, that's a good question. I wish I knew. Would a moist environment be better for the, or do we need to keep it dry? I don't know. I said, uh, you know, when we had had, it's not like we had a medical, we had looked into the, this is just a caretaking situation. I don't need any doctors or whatever because we'd, we we don't know the answer to how to heal these fairies. We just need to care for them. And I said, well, you must be so tired. He said, he said we, we need to go on a, we got to go on a water tour now. And I said, well, what is that? He said, I can't, we, we, he said, just follow me. And we beat these buckets of water. And he had these, he had the system of, he, he every person, he would have their own ladle. And then he would go in the bucket and he would, lay, he said, we got to keep it. And he ladle some water into their mouths. And then he said, it was a, and it was only, I think, and then he said, we have to go, we have to now. 
And I said, what, what is he? he said, I, he was tired. I said, oh, so why don't you go to bed? I will be fine. I will just go and water these people and stir the bone broth. When will it be ready? He said, it's always ready. Just keep it warm. We keep it. And he said, but we need to talk. We need some, what, what about, we need help here. And I said, oh, no, we do not need any help, Gonzalo. We could we could use some of the castle staff maybe, but uh we, 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 the two of us, and we'll, we'll do it. We'll do it together. You are obviously a bright young man, so I will follow your lead and help you in any way I can. And if you need me to order anyone, and we said, how many people can you order to work in? So, well, no, 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 we, we want to do this, the two of us. This is our, our, our task. And he said, well, don't you have to run the kingdom? And, and I said, this is the most important thing, Gonzalo. We must get these fairies and make sure they are well. And then when Cinderella returns, she'll say, Oh, my fairies are so, they're, they're all bundled up and doing good. And oh, Agatha, and who is this lovely man, young man, or soon-to-be man? You never know, we could be related one day, Gonzalo. You're a little young, but I anyway. And and she will be, we, we will say, We tried so hard, Cinderella, to keep them well for your return with the cure. Now let's cure these people Hooray, hip hip hooray. And she will say, I, I knew you would do good, Agatha. And I, you know, so that's what we need to do. We we can do it if we put our minds to it, Gonzalo. You are already doing so well. And he said, well, how many staff do you think you could? And I said, well, I said, probably we don't have a huge staff. I could have, any, I said, maybe five or six between the guards and the, and he said, that's not enough. We need more. And I said, no, 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 we, we'll be f- and then he said, he said, come here, come here, I must show you. And he took a staff and he said, he said, he drew him the bunkhouse or whatever you call it. And he made little lines for the beds. And then he took red stones and a whole diagram. He said, okay. And then he had little paths. And he said, this is the, he goes, this is the rhythm of the water. We must do it every every two bells or something to give out the water. And then he said, every bell after that, we had, these are the beds we must take. He goes, these people cannot get up to use the bathroom. These people cannot get up to use the chamber pot. And he said, and then, you know, after you do that, he goes, then these people must all be rolled or turned so they don't have bed sores because they will get an infection. And I said, oh, my, my shepherd boy, do you do this with all your sheep? He said, oh, no. He goes, my, my human, you know, my, he goes, my, before we had the fairy godmother, we, my grandma lived with us before, before she passed. So he goes, I know all about this stuff. And I said, oh, you are just a resource upon resource. I said, well, let's, let's get to work, but we could do this. He said, no, 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 that's not, he goes, he goes, it's impossible, Agatha. You, we cannot do it together. We cannot do it alone, the two of us. Even with the staff of 20, we could not do this. It is night and day care for these people. And it, to be honest, Agatha, it is a life or death thing. They, they, I cannot keep up, even with your help, we cannot keep up and keep them hydrated. Within a, a day or two, we will lose someone. And I said, you sure about it? What if I go really fast? Because I really want to do this and not say, oh, you know, uh, we... And he said, Agatha, you could just ask the people for help. And I said, okay, I guess we'll have to. I don't think they're going to want to help me. They, we, they threw, 
And he said, don't worry, okay, you can do it. And then I, I heard a voice of that man. He said, oh, some hard workers in here working hard at a, you know, impressive, impressive, impressive. And I said, oh, thank goodness, another worker. I said, hello, Cliff. And he said, hello, Agatha. And I said, your highness, I, and he said, oh, oh, I did not realize we were on formal terms. Have you? And she said, I was messing with you, you. And I said, well, you, well, Gonzalo, what should we have this cliff do? Should we have him empty the chamber pots? And he said, well, I'm here for your lesson, not to empty chamber pots. And I said, well, this is the help I need is to keep up. We need to, the shepherd boy needs to sleep. The bone broth needs to be stirred. These people need to be rolled over and turned and taken to the bathroom. And I didn't, we didn't even get through the whole thing because you came and interrupted. And I said, this is a, are you a hard worker? You want to prove to me your, your worth is a, whatever you call it, a mind thinking, would you call it a thinkingly first or whatever I called it. Uh, you could do that by helping stir the bone broth, Clifford. And he said, well, I'm Cliff, not Clifford. I said, well, well yeah. And, he, and then the Gonzalo said, no, no, he, it will not be enough. Agatha, we need help. We need help. And he said, oh, what is the help that you need? And uh, the uh, shepherd boy, he did some calculations with his staff. I think it was some sort of written abacus. I don't know. And he said, well, this is the how many fairies we have multiplied by three shifts. I think it was like it was a lot of people, a lot of. I didn't realize how many fairies there were, many more. And I said, holy goodness. And Clifford, he just oh. He goes, well, you'll 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 need some help here, and I said, no, yeah, no, 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 shit, you idiot, and he said, well, uh, well, looks like our first lesson better get started then, because that is, because that is why I'm here to help, and I can help you find people with our first lesson. How does that sound? And I said, I, why don't you just go get people? Your little cliff group, cliff cliff people. Do you have enough? And he said, he said, he goes, I, why, I, and he said, Agatha, I, I would, because I would not do you any favors. I can empower you to get all the help you need for this and any other crisis that should come up. But I cannot just do it for you. I cannot rule for you. What would Cinderella say if she returned and said, oh, how did you get all this stuff? Well, this man, Cliff, that I call Clifford, uh, and I said, oh, he's got me. He knows my trump card already. And then he even he goes, I'm going to need you to trust me, Agatha. And I said, oh, but you, uh, you, you're, uh, you're, 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 I don't, I, I don't know if I, and he said, come on, we'll go for a, call in some soldiers to keep up with this, uh, this plan that they're soldier boys. They could do it for a little while and we'll come back with some help. And I said, oh, and I said, what do you think about this shepherd boy? And the, uh, Again, the Clifford standed too close to the shepherd boy, and the shepherd boy looked at him with an eye, not a stink eye, more of a, a sourball eye. Said, and he, he said, shepherd boy, tell me. He goes, all the great shepherds like yourself, you don't just become a shepherd, do you? You, you go and you learn from a, a mentor or shepherd that, that takes you and says, this is how... You know, all the great shepherds I've ever heard of in the books I've read, there was a shepherd before them and a shepherd before them, and they passed the staff on to each shepherd. Isn't that true, shepherd boy, that the knowledge of the shepherds is passed on? 
you know, from generation to generation. And the shepherd boy said, not in my family. My father said, get the hell out there and take care of the sheep. And if you're going to cry, you know, cry to the sheep. And if you get cold, sleep with the sheep. And uh, and, and then I just learned. And I was still learning, remember? My sheep got away because... And uh, he said, oh, so we have a bootstrapper here, even better, a boy that can teach himself. You remind me of me. And, and he said, Agatha, I'll make you a promise. If I would I teach you today, for free, by the way, no charge, does not help you find all the help you need to take care of these fairies, does not give you the power to solve your own problem here, and and help these fairies and help people help themselves help these fairies. I will go into my pocket and I will pay people to come and, and, and do everything. But you must try. You must trust me just once. That's all I ask. And I said to him, well, there's a fool. I said this in my head. I, I don't think I said it out loud. But I said, oh, there's a fool who makes an offer. Better be prepared to. to and he, I, I see he said, I, don't worry. Or maybe he saw it in my face. He said, I will. Stick to my word if you stick to yours, but if you do not, I will not. And I said, well, he's a, my body language has never been a good secret. Let's be honest, people. I'm a, you know, people say, oh, you have that tight, mean face. And so you, it's easy to pick up on my, I can't be sneaky. You know, they say, oh, these evil stepmothers, that's what they call some of us, you know. But it's not it's not like a sneaky stepmother. You don't hear that, the old sneaky stepmothers. You never hear about them. They're like, oh, my lovely Nana, she was so nice until we lost the farm from her, her dice games. You know. So uh, I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to fool them. So I guess I'll get, I said, let's go. I'll call. So I called in some soldiers. I said, watch, uh, listen to the shepherd boy, fill you in on how to empty that chamber. Call in whoever else you need. And we'll be back in a little while. So this Clifford, he took us out and he took us on a walk. He said, I want to take you on a tour of, uh, take you and tell you about my story. And so he took us out to the edge of town where, you know, before the, the stuff that happened with all the fairies and many things, it was the, a poor part of town and now it was even poorer for many of its buildings had been destroyed and then the portal to fairy fairyland or fairy town i can't remember was just not that far away and it made this strange sound so it was not pleasant to live near so only people in very dire straits or very unwell in in their minds usually would live there and we looked over this we were on top of this small hill looking down in this little gully with this dirty stream went through and there was a few houses and a couple children playing and it was a little bit a little bit sad, but it was a, it wasn't that bad a day. Warm and Cliff Clifford said, "Oh, this is I grew up right here." And and then the shepherd boy said, "Really? Because your accent is not from around here. I've grown up here. Agatha, weren't aren't you from around here?" And I said, "I've spent my whole life around here." And yes, your accent you went. And he said, "Well, no, no, no. This is my story. Like uh, my story starts in a place just like this." And I said, well, so, and he said, yes, I'm here to, so, so I grew up in a place just like this. 
So we, we and then the shepherd boy said, "Where well, you? So you didn't grow up here, though, where it was just like this." He said, "Pretty much more." Can we, can we? And I said, "Okay, just go ahead, forget it." And he said, "Okay, well, this is where I grew up—a place just like this. If you, you know, just can you just listen?" And I said, "Okay." And I said, "What do you think, shepherd boy?" And he said, "Okay, well, just don't try to, you know." We get it. It's a story, but it's a true story. And he said, it's my story. True. True right here. And he pounded his heart. And he said, I grew up here and I had nothing, came from nothing. Like that boy running there. Or like this shepherd boy. I, my my parents said, you go and work. And I donned a hairnet and I cleaned chest buckets and... And I did anything to get a dime that I could, but but always my parents said, do your best, do what's right. So I did not steal or take the easy way, but I found I could not get anywhere, in the t- and then I lived far away, it's in another kingdom, and I just couldn't get ahead. I would be able to bring some money home for my mother and my father so we could eat, and we could pay, pay, pay them the man who came to take our money for the land we lived on. And I always thought to myself, this is it. Is, am I going to be like my father and my mother working for my children to work forever? And I said, no, 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 I won't accept this. And so I went to the merchants in town and I observed them, even as a young boy around the shepherd boy's age. And I watched and, and uh, he said he, he watched all the, uh, he said, I went and watched all these merchants these are these people that were so wealthy, and I wondered what made them so. Well, I knew there was the royals, the royal ones, but I wondered these non-royals. Yeah, I said, what makes them? How? Why are they so much better than my father and mother? How are they able to afford their wonderful things? And I would watch them at work in the marketplaces, and I, I suspected there was something happening that I did not understand. It was not clear. And I would say, well, could I work for you? And they would say, no, 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 not you. And I said, well, could you teach me how to become a rich man? And they said, yeah, no. And then I finally, one day at the marketplace, I met a man who was always walking around, taking notes and writing things down on a, on a, a piece of a chalk board, whatever you slate. And I said, what are you doing? And he said, well, I'm a... I may be estimating value. And I said, why would you do that? And he said, well, I said, I'm an insurance man. I'll insure. So he said, we were at the banana stand. And he said, well, this is a banana stand. They also sell other fruits from, you know, where they mostly take the bananas. They buy them from this one merchant. And I said, what if I, if I tell them, well, your banana stand is worth about this much money. Now, if you pay me, so let's say the banana stand is worth he said, let's just pretend the bananas. He said, it's worth 5,000 bananas. I said, well, there's not 5,000 bananas there. He said, hold on, cat. And he said, you know, over the whole time, if it was to be blown up, if it was to catch fire or be, be hit by a storm, that's how much it would be worth while it was broken down. And I said, if you t- pay, pay me two bananas a month, a moon, two, if you pay me two bananas, ban- if you pay me two bananas a moon, I, if your banana stand for those, these reasons or a few other reasons becomes extinct, I will pay 
the bananas. Otherwise, I just get to keep the bananas you give me. And he said, do you understand? I said, not really. He said, well, do you think you could sell people? I could teach you how to sell insurance. And I said, sure. And I, he taught me the ways of saying, listen, man, this is why you don't want to lose your banana stand. You got a wife and a kid. And it'd be nice and you could, you know, maybe you could expand, but there's something that's peace of mind. We were selling this insurance. And I did it for a while, but he, this man, he got incredibly rich and I, he paid me fairly. I lived much better than I was able to move away from my parents and, you know, say, hey, well, you know, I'll make sure you have some stuff, but I have this nice house on the hill now. And I, but I had to rent the house and pay someone. And I had to report to this man, and he said, well, you you know, you need to sell more, or you need to dress this way, or do not tell the people about your personal life, do not try to date the customer, all this stuff. And I said, there's so many rules here. The rich, I don't want rules I want to have the, you know, I want to have the zazoom. And to be honest, people, I was like, what, what is it? Oh, and I said, that's your story. And he said, yes, we'll come along. And so then I guess we'd have been walking. And he said, well, look at these houses. These are the wealthy people of your town. And he said, hello, uh, Mr. Dan, Mr. Dan. And uh, Mr. Dan was his servant. said, Mr. Dan, is one second. And then this one of the wealthiest men, Mr. Dan. He was the, uh, I think he controlled the diamonds in town, or the jewel. He sold the jewelry to the jewelry makers, I think. Or maybe he was the, I don't know, I don't, you know, if he's if he's not single, I don't know who he is. It's just Mr. Dan. I said, well, if Mr. Dan's wife dies, or he has a son, I'd say, well, okay, let's find out about this Mr. Anyway, so he's some rich guy, basically. And he came out, he said, oh, Cliff, Cliff, how you doing, buddy? Oh, this, who is this? And he said, ah, you're the lady in charge. And this man, he was very calm, cool, confident. I said, not not a handsome man, but I said, well, how you doing? He said, oh, you picked the right guy. This Cliff is going to, he's, 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 he's a great uh, mentor. And I said, what's a mentor? He said, and I said, well, oh. And then we went and talked to other rich guys, and they all like were like, oh, this guy. And I said, what did you sit, pay these guys to say you're going to be a great teacher? And he said, no, that's the cliffs. We're in it together. And I said, well, what are you saying? So you sold insurance, and now you are going to be one of these rich guys, or are you already one of these rich guys? And he said, no, yes, no, no, no. He said, I will be, though. Don't worry. I have. They see something in me. And that's what I see. I see something in you, Agatha. And I said, oh, and I said, what, what is this? What, you, what is your point? And he said, well, my point is that I want to be one of them. And much like other people wanted to be in the castle and live in the castle. And they dreamed after doing that. I, w- I know I don't just want to be one of these upper class people. I will. And I said, what what does this have to do with us? We need to get to the, and and I said, we need to get back to this. What is your nonsense? And he said, okay, it's time for the lesson now. And he said, close your eyes, Agatha, close your eyes, Gonzalo. He said, "I, I, I want you to keep your eyes closed. Take a little breath and start to clear your mind and start to, start to think of the one thing you want most. You know, more than anything else, I know you want help taking care of these uh, 
fairy godparents, but think about something you want more than that that supersedes that, even if that's a part of what you want. You don't have to think of anything specific. Just get a sense of it. See if you can get a sense of it and feel it inside your stomach, inside your chest. Take another breath, he said. Keep your eyes closed. See if you can feel it in your bloodstream. You know, the, the, the liquid that runs through you. And it is still maybe something vague. But, but try to imagine, even though it's vague, close your hands together and make a little space in your hands. And, and now hold, hold that. And, and, and there's something in there. There's something you're holding, something in your hands now. And, and it has a weight. It's something, it has a shape. It's, it's something real. But at the same time, it is exactly, even though it's a vague sense of what you want, even though you have a vague sense of what you want, it might be something general, just the feeling inside you that you desire. This thing in your hand, it's, it's weight, it's heaviness. You sense it's the means to getting what you want. In some sense, it's the physical manifestation of what you want. And you can feel it, even though you're trying to contain it in your hands, is shining. Shining, almost pushing your hands apart. And as you open your hands, you can feel the sun reflecting on it. Even though your eyes are still closed, you can feel it against your eyelids. And, and you can feel that feeling inside you, that desire for something you want. And this is it. This is how you're going to get it. And go ahead and bask as it glows on your face and warms it. I want you to pretend in your mind you're opening your eyes and you're seeing it there. And you're looking at it and you smile. And you take another breath and it's a breath of relief. You say, okay, that, that, that's how I'm going to do it. And what is it that you're seeing? You can open your eyes now. What is it in your hands? And, and, and I said uh, gold. It was for me, it was gold. And I'm not telling you, but Gonzalo, the, the shepherd boy, he said, ninja sword. And I said, gold, ninja's gold. We said, I said gold, he said ninja sword at the same time as a ninja sword. And he said, it's from the tales of my grandma. She told me about these ninjas. And he said, and, and then I looked at Clifford and he said, well, he said gold is more, most people say gold, but as some men do say swords. And I've never heard a ninja sword, but that just shows how bright you are, shepherd boy. And I said, well, what is this? What is this nonsense? What is it? And, and he said, well, okay. Now look around at all the people. When I, I didn't realize we had walked to this plaza that overlooked the marketplace. And there was people everywhere. And they were bustling about. And he said, think about it. The gold or the sword, it brings you the power you need to get what you want. And we might wish it different. We might wish our hearts could produce what we want, our desires. I wish I could just become... One of these people up here on the hill, even though I work with them, and they think so highly, they say, oh, that cliff, like they said to you. I, I'm still not one of them yet. That's my desire. Now, I'm not going to ask you what your desires are, but I know that my effort and my work will get me there. But w what makes that real, what, what makes my work real is the gold I'm given for the work that I do. And then I said to myself, what is it the work you do currently to earn your living? By, by, 
And he said, well, let's we'll focus on your, your, your needs right now. And that's not about me. So the people out there, the, 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 the shiny weight of the sword or the shiny weight of gold is the way to get what you want. And he said, that's simply human nature. Now you might think, oh, what about Cinderella? So wonderful. And they say, she's maybe a one in a million. And maybe we don't know everything. Agatha, I know you're her stepmother. Now maybe we can't be like her, but we can use our nature. We're humans and we can use human nature. And every person down there, they want to be Cinderella or they have some other desire to please Cinderella or to be a ninja master, whatever it is, shepherd boy, to defend your, your, your stepmother. I'm not sure what it is or to have adventures. But go ahead and close your eyes again and feel the power that that gives you. I've empowered you with this vision. Feel the power coursing through you. And Agatha said, so simply, I, why don't I just get uh, some of the kingdom's gold and offer it to these people to work for me? And he said, well, Agatha, that is the thing. You cannot buy loyalty or love. You've, you've seen that somehow Cinderella has done it, but she has not done it with coin. And neither will you simply buy these people's affections. They will use up your money and go. Oh, I, I believe that is what I believe. No, they must be offered an opportunity to uh, to not have a little bit of coin from the royal coffers, but a chance at endless riches. Endless riches that will bring them that one thing they desire. And even if it's just a slim chance that you could give them to attain those riches and finally get what they're after. So... You just need to figure out how to do that. And I said, well, okay, so every fairy they save, keep alive, I'll give them some gold. He said, no, that's not a... He goes, it needs to be... He goes, and I said, listen, Craftmaster, I get what you're getting at, I think. I said, some gold-making opportunity. And he said, no, 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 no. A chance at excellence, Agatha. We want to help these people become excellent. We want to give them value. Their lives, they need value. Gold is just a manifestation of it. It is not the uh, end. And the shepherd boy, he looked and he said, this sounds like some sort of game. And I said, I said, it does sound like it. And he said, let's make it a game. And I said, oh. I said, oh, you think we could make it a game. But the thing these people were all complaining about was that the fairies weren't there. The fairy parents, they had gotten used to them caring for them and, and we need them to care. Okay. An opportunity at endless riches. And then they, but Clifford, he always had something to, he said, make sure it's a limited, exclusive thing. And I said, oh, and I said, caregiving for secret, secret caregiving. But then it was, he said, five points or something. I said, ah. And I said, okay. And, I, and then at this point, some people had seen me and they gathered around. They said, oh, what are you guys talking about? I said, well, I was just talking to these gentlemen here, you know about this plan I've been working on before. And they said, well, what plan is that? I said, well, it's a five-point plan. I go, you know about all the sick fairies, right? And they said, oh, yes, yes, we threw them all out. And I said, well, that was, you know, I wanted them all in this central location for, 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 for training purposes. And they said, what do you mean training? And I said, well, with all, you know, the pop aging of the population, and with, you know, people, now there's all these homes that need the service of a fairy but don't have one. It's just a, 
I figured it'd be a great way to help, it'd be a great way for me to earn money and prove myself to Cinderella that I said, there must be endless riches in caregiving. And I said, what an opportunity to help others and earn money at the same time. They said, wow, uh, well, how would you learn how to caregive? And I said, well, there's a, you know, you need a simple way to learn, a simple plan, like, mapped out with a stick in sand, almost so simple, just A, B, C, D, A, B, C, D, E. And, you know, I, I this is what I studied. I mean, a lot of people don't know this. And I said, you know, I said, you guys, I, I said, would that be the kind of thing you're interested in? Because I can't tell everybody about this. And they said, oh, goodness gracious. And I said, because there's a few secrets I've learned spending so much time with Penelope and Cinderella and some of the Cinderella's secrets of how to help others is when you deal with these fairies and with humans and say, well, I'm going to help your your old mother too. How much, how much gold, you know, everyone, how much gold would you give to uh, care for your mother, you know, if, or, your, or to be alone with your wife for some time? And they said, oh, oh so. and it was all a Twitter. And I said, well, this is a, in the Clifford man. He was looking at me laughing and nodding. And they said, well, why, wait, what do you see? Agatha, you live in the castle. And I said, well, you know, I've always been a commoner like yourself. Just because I got in the castle doesn't mean I'm not afraid of not being in the castle, you know. And I guess we got we should move and talk about this somewhere else because we can't be letting all the rich people on the hill find out about this. You know, we will be, you know, sir, if we get this going, we'll be, you know, lavish lifestyles for whoever's involved in this you know, it'd be each and each person could be their own boss, you know, running your own fairy, carry, carry. For, you know, you could name it yourself. And then one of the guys, he said, uh, three eyes caring business. And I said, well, that's yeah, excellent. You're, you're a natural. And I said, it's too bad because I was going to do this free course, but I, I, you know, free training over the next few weeks or months. But I don't know. I think I have enough people. I don't know. Um, but then a couple spots opened up, uh, and uh, you know, I, I really want to get you. I like you guys. And they said, "Well, we, could we?" And I said, "Well, you know, uh, uh, Gonzalo here. He's going to be my uh, assistant. He's virtually my assistant. So he'll take down your info and let you know that you guys will be there tonight, six p.m. We're going to have three class time." And, and I said, "You know." Try not, if you tell anybody, just tell one or two people and let them know. And I said, wow. And then I said, this is good. I said, this just might work somewhat with some tweaking. But then I noticed a soldier was running, running our way, top, breathing heavy, the fastest running. And he said, Ragatha, Agatha, Queen Agatha, acting Queen. And I said, yes, yes. And he panted, and I said, excuse us, excuse us, people. I said, and Clifford, he tried it. I said, excuse us, I said, this is a queen's business. And Gonzalo, I said, no, no, Gonzalo, you stay. Clifford, you know, I, he said, my queen, my queen, he got on his knee. And I said, what is it? What is it? Is it word of Cinderella? And he said, no, Agatha, you you need to come with us. And I said, well, what is it? And he, he said, he said we, we've lost a fairy. A fairy has expired. And I said, well. Oh, goodness. Oh, no, no. Just one. And he said, yes. And he said, I don't. And I said, he said, I, he was winced. And I said, no, no, no. Let us go. Let us return. 
and I, I we returned, and, and, and one of the fairies, I don't know if it was her illness or the movement or what it was, but she, and she had a peaceful look on her face. She had a, and, and, I, and I, it was the advancement of the disease or what, or maybe it was just old age, but she had this peaceful look on her face. You couldn't even tell that she had expired. But they had tried to roll her over, and they said she was stiff, and I said, oh, no. And I knew that this plan of uh, Clifford had introduced me to her now. I was like, well, this must, well, it's a good thing it's in action, I guess. But I said, well, this now this must work. And, uh, you know, I'll tell you the rest of the tales. Don't, don't worry about it. We got back, we, we worked with the soldiers and, and everyone else. By the time the evening came, the first group of folks came and we had a exclusive and we said, well, you know, this is, you need to make a commitment to this program. And and, and, and I did get this, I just to let you know so you're not worried. We got it up and running that night. And, of course, Gonzalo and I were exhausted and, and Clifford said, could I, you know, I would love to help. And we got everything stabilized, so no, no, no need to worry. For for we, you know, just just rest. I needed rest. Poor uh, Gonzalo needed rest. But uh, you know that is all for now. Right now, that's all I could tell you. Is not to worry. Uh, we 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 have this. We 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 have no choice but to implement this school. I don't know. Get the fairies, make sure they're taken care of, and then we'll move on to the next thing, I suppose. So rest, rest well. I'm, I know. Thing, we, 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 we have this situation under control, and we're going to do our best, so, so, so stay tuned. I, I now know how much harder I have to work to make sure every other fairy is cared for and safe. So rest with me. Listen to my voice, it is okay. You're sleeping with a smile. And we are okay, we're going to do our best and take care of everyone. Me and Gonzalo is here with me, sitting here by your bedside, holding your hand. I'm I'm sensing my heart, and I'm trying to put my hand over it and feel... The caring, developing, it may be fostering in me as I empower these people to care for others. Maybe I will too. I'm, well, I don't. I got I got to go because I got a lot of work. Okay, good night.